Hello, children of God and Christ followers. This is your boy, Andrew Kelly. And today's episode will be about what my life was like before Christ. <coughs> Not really a testimony, but it was just, just trolling down memory lane. And just telling like, just about like every year about how my life was like before I truly found God. So, Okay. Just to make, just to sum it all up, uh, I always didn't. Like I've been in church pretty much my whole life, but when I was younger, I just never really paid attention, never really cared, and just you know never really gave a hoot. Like I just liked to just chill. Didn't like going to church or really just I just like being in the house or just if I did go somewhere, it just it had to be somewhere fun. You know what I mean? And I just, the church life was just so bored to me. So, I just never really had a thing for church until, you know, a few months ago. Back up in March. Like, unless it was like an event or something going on at the church, I I truly did not care for church whatsoever. So, as far as I can remember, because I remember fourth grade, it felt like, I had no time to myself. Like, only days I really had to myself was Saturdays and Thursdays because I, Mondays, I saw this doctor named Dr. Tom Starzynski. Um, Tuesdays, I had choir rehearsal. Wednesdays, we had church. Fridays, we had church. And then Sundays, we had two services. Yeah, that's right, two services on Sunday. We had a morning service at 11, I believe, and we had another service at 7. And then they ended up canceling the uh, Friday services and the second Sunday service because a lot of people, you know, really weren't showing up over the years. And I felt like back then I was just relieved, like, you know, yes, because, you know, more time to myself. And then plus, back when they canceled it, like, I was on the basketball team and I, like, on my off, like, I had practice anyway, so... I'm like, thank you, thank you. And it's just like, it just took up too much of my time. Like, I did not like going to church. And it was so funny because when I was in eighth grade, my mom, like, the second half of eighth grade, my mom used to drop me off at my dad's every Wednesday and every Friday while she was at church because she knew I didn't like going to church. And my dad didn't mind watching me for a few hours while she went to a Bible study service. And he came in so clutch. And she didn't like me going over there and eating, you know, asking them for food and stuff, even though my dad can cook. And that's my dad. Come on now. R.I.P. to Andrew James Kelly Sayer. You'll be Miss Pups. But yeah. And then I feel like it's a few, it's a couple churches I like going to. Like, it's this guy named Pastor Keon Thompson in my hometown. I like going to his church. A couple times. He's like one of them just extra, extra people. I actually like him. And he's a good guy outside of church. Good guy in church. A father of five. And a husband to a great wife. And then another pastor, Dante Barres. I actually like, like, this, this was back in 2020 of February. He invited me to church and I agreed. Not reluctantly or anything. I just agreed in a positive way. And I actually liked his church. It was super small. You knew everybody, and, you know, you connected. 
with everybody. And I actually like his kids. Shout out his son, Emmanuel, Joshua, and Jeremiah. And his wife as well, Miss Namania Barres. Like, I actually like going to his church. Like, I feel like... But I really just wasn't full Christian or, like, I still... Like, not counting these churches, I still hated going to church. Especially this church I used to hate going to back in Fort Worth. Um, I can't say too much right now, but, yeah. I feel like it just was so boring to me. And then she always just made me go to church with her. Like, I want to sleep in. I want to play the game. I want to do something fun. Like, but, yeah, I feel like, honestly, yeah. But just like I said, like, definitely that church life was just not for me at all, like, I'm sorry, and then, like I said, far back home, like I said, I'm, cause I'm gonna throw down memory later a little bit this episode, cause sixth grade, sixth grade was honestly a good year for me for the most part, only real thing, I had this one dude that just bothered me, just non-stop, it felt like, I'm not gonna say a lot of names, trust me, I'm not gonna say a lot of names, but, yeah, and I still was going to church back then, but at seventh grade, I ain't gonna cut no. One thing I know, we had these lock. We had like two lock-ins back in 2014 at my old church in Michigan, and I honestly liked them because you know it's a lock-in, and then like one of the people, like the pe- the person who set the lock-ins up, they um they said that they don't you know they didn't want the youth to think church was all boring and stuff like that. They want to do something fun for the youth, and it was actually fun like. I think I made, I know I made a few friends. I invited my best friend at the time, Trey Vonte. He came. I had my PS3 at the time. It was, you know, it was honestly fun. They had a bunch of food, a bunch of games, a bunch of music, just a whole bunch of positive vibes. And I honestly missed the lock-ins. Like, that's one thing I kind of do miss about church. Like, before I truly start taking Christ serious with some lock-ins. And if I can go to another lock-in or something, because I'm like, lock-ins... It's still fun, like, you know, sleepovers, lock-ins, that, that stuff is still fun. I don't care what nobody says. Like, ain't, no, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with being a big kid at heart. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then I'm going to fast forward to eighth grade, bro. Eighth grade, I was definitely just not living for God. And I still, like I said, I still didn't like going to church. And it's like every other day I felt like I was in trouble. And sometimes they did used to go overboard. Like, administration used to go overboard. Like, everything was just was not always my fault. Like, it's crazy, cause, but yeah, I feel like I definitely, I definitely could have used Jesus back then. Like, honestly, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like my life would have been. I feel like I don't know how to describe it, cause my life is already great, cause I have God now. But I feel like back then, I feel like I just could have been a much better person. Honestly, like I always had potential, but I feel like. Just me getting in trouble, just me saying out of pocket stuff, and just me always in the office. It felt like even over the littlest stuff. Like I feel like my life could have been definitely better back then than it. <laughs> but like I said, it's like trust me, like my life was worse back then. It's so much great now. But yeah, I stay getting in trouble. I feel like I just was not living for God at all, like at all. Like I said. And then another thing, I did used to like, no, another reason I did like to go to church was because it was this one lady, she used to buy me snacks, and she got me an Easter basket, and she got me like, 
and she used to buy me pizza, and she was always looked out for me. And unfortunately, she passed away in 2019, and I truly, truly miss her because she always had my back. She always had my back, and I actually always look forward to seeing her because she was just so nice to me. It's funny because I always talk about I, I I didn't even like you know going to church and stuff, but. And this, like I said, of course, this is before I truly started following Christ. I actually had my open house at the church because I knew that was one of the places I could have it in. And plus, you know, it's kind of a safer environment. It's funny. And I, I ain't going to cap. That's a no. I ain't going to cap. Like, during that day, I actually had fun at church. I ain't even about to sit there and cap. Like, even so, I feel like some days was better than others. Like, I ain't even about to sit there and cap. Some days was worse. Some days was better. But I actually, it's funny because I actually had, like, some, uh, I actually had some business, like, you know, just, just business attire, like, you know, suit and, you know, dress pants and with the dress shoes. But after a uh, service, I changed. I put on my chain. I put on my Fila t-shirt. I put on my jean shorts. I put on my Derrick Rose. And I put on my Adidas socks so I could look fresh in my open house. Man, I look so fresh to me. But, yeah, it's so funny. Cause I literally had my open house. At, a, at the church before I truly even knew Jesus. Like, I knew of Jesus, but I didn't know Jesus for real, for real. Like, I was just straight up just looking for the word. Y'all don't understand. Like, y'all really don't understand. Like, and it's funny because when I was working, I had a job at McDonald's last year, and then I was, okay, I, okay, so I would work, I worked overnight, so Saturday was time to Sunday, and then, um, I came home. My mama always told me if I didn't, if I worked Saturday night, I didn't have to go to church Sunday morning because, you know, I need rest and stuff like that. And she knew I didn't like going to church. But if I did have to work Saturday night, I mean, if I did not have to work Saturday night, I'm sorry if I'm saying some stuff wrong, but if I did not have to work Saturday night, then I would have to go to church with her and I would be so disappointed. Like, I don't want to go to church. Like, I used to. I just, it just used to be so boring, like, who are y'all talking to, what are y'all even talking about, like, church was just not my thing back then, but I'm happy God changed my life and delivered me from the hatred of church, I truly thank him every day, like, my life before Christ was just not it at all, even when I moved to Texas, like, I, I went to church a few times at this church in Irving. Really didn't pay attention. I only went there because, you know, family was going there. And, uh, I don't know, like, I feel like I was just, I was just lusting extremely hard. Like, back in high school, just, like, just lusting extremely hard. You know, not praying, not doing this, not doing that. And it's just like, I feel like I definitely could have had Jesus on my side back then, but I didn't know who Jesus was, wasn't even interested in getting to know Jesus. And it's so funny. When I look back at some messages, I didn't realize my friend Micah Speck invited me to Brothers in Christ. And I looked and he he invited me. He's like, you want to you wanna come? I'm like, no. And I'm like, he's like, is this something we did? I'm like, nah. But like, like the reason I'm going to be so 100, the reason I didn't want to come because I wasn't interested in that Christ life lifestyle and I wasn't interested in anything God, anything Jesus, anything Holy Spirit, none of that. I didn't believe in none of that stuff. Like I hated going to church with a passion. I didn't really I wasn't interested in no Bible studies. I didn't even own a Bible until earlier this year. 
Like, it's funny how, it's funny what God can do to you. It's funny what God can do. And in seventh grade, another, a few other things. Like, I feel like, I really started getting in trouble, like, more and more around the end of the school year. And I feel like, like I said, it's just like, I feel like, no, back in high school, like, especially, like, I feel like I just dealt with too many I ain't gonna have, like, honestly, to sum it all up, I just hung around the wrong crowd, like, honestly, like, I feel like when I moved to Texas, I definitely had real friends and stuff like that, but it's like, most of them weren't following our Christ, or like, no, half of them were following Christ, half of them weren't, but, you know, it's, it's some nice, like, you know, it's, you know, it's nice people out here that don't believe in God, but, you know, it's a lot of nice people that believe in God and, you know, truly accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviors and truly know what it takes for them to get to heaven and a true Ephesians 5 men of God and a true Proverbs 31 woman of God. And, you know, I, I it's, it's kids that have potential, that have that Psalms 127 kid potential. Like, it's kids that's going places that I see as future pastors, future reverends. My executive pastor, James Taylor, has been preaching since he was five or so. And we, we actually just gave him, like, he actually just celebrated his anniversary of uh, preaching. And shout out uh, Pastor James Ray Taylor from Cornelia Church. I love you, man. I appreciate you. And you look just like Draymond Green, but you do not act nothing like him. Your preaching is powerful. Your preaching is powerful, though. I appreciate you, Pastor Taylor. Real talk. But, yeah. I feel like I definitely just could have had Jesus back on my side because... Back then, cause I feel I really I feel like I would have been a better person. I would have had a better head start, but it's never too it's never too late to start over. It's never too it's never too late to come back to Jesus. It's never too late to get back into the church. It's never too late to uh, repent. It's never too late for anything in this world. And God forgives, and a lot of people will forgive you. A lot of true Christ followers will forgive you. A lot of people. Like I said, it's a lot of people that don't hold grudges against their fathers. It's a lot of people that don't hold grudges against murders. People forgive. It doesn't matter how big or small. Like God forgave me for hating church. God forgave me for living for the world. God forgave me for smoking weed. God forgave me for drinking. While we on that topic, I used to love just going to the bar like every time I got paid or like every weekend. I used to just love going to the bar. And I used to stay going to the mall like 2020. I used to just stay going to the mall, and on my off days were Saturdays and Sundays, and I really did. I really, I feel like it, I feel like Fridays and Saturdays would have been better because then it's back then. Like, I feel like Fridays and Saturdays would have been better because you know I, I can work Sundays and I had to go to church on Sundays because I'm working, and then, you know because if I if I didn't work on you know since I did not work on Sundays, I had to go to church with my mom and. You know, like I said earlier, I didn't like going to church. But, man, I, I feel like, you know, every Saturday I was just going to the mall. Like, I feel like I was just, just straight up just living for the world. Like, just partying, bro. Going to the mall. Always trying to talk, always talk to, always trying to talk to a baddie. And just always just bringing up lustful stuff. And I feel like, you know, we all struggle with lust. But I used to just struggle so heavy back then. Like, I used to just struggle so much. Like, my anxiety used to be so horrible. My, you know, I always felt like I was just, I was just really a problem child. And, like, I feel like everybody in my family has just seen my changes now. And that means a lot to me. Like, 
my brother Steve has seen my changes. My mom has seen my changes. I, you know, I, I feel like I have a smart mouth sometimes, but trust me, it's came a long, long way. But yeah, I used to love margaritas. I don't even care for alcohol no more. I used to love smoking. And it's like, last few times I smoked, and this was before I even gave my life to Christ, like, I told myself I wouldn't smoke because whenever I smoked, I was just acting weird when I was high. I'm not sure if it was the weed, like, bro, that was some... I, don't, I can't say it was some good gas because that would be like, I feel like back then I did think it was some good gas because, bro, I was just so high and it's just like, I don't want to get high on weed no more. I, if, any, if I get high on anything, I get high on the book of the Lord. I get high on that holy Bible. And to all the people listening, get high on the Bible. Don't get high on that weed and don't get drunk at all. Why, why don't do you no good? Margaritas don't do you no good. But get high on that holy bible like dog like drinking is not worth it and then honestly some other stuff i'm gonna go i'm gonna go into detail i used to be suicidal like i feel like i just felt like i just never was good enough i just always felt like i was just so jealous of stuff like i just used to always just feel like i wasn't good enough like i wasn't like I, like, I couldn't fit in. I just always felt bad for myself sometimes. I felt like I was a piece of crap. I felt like I was... I felt like I wasn't worthy of anything. And I used to just fall into depression stages. Or, like, whenever just somebody just says anything mean, I'd be like, I'm finna kill myself. Or I'm finna... I'm depressed. And then I feel like my social skills, like, another thing, like... I feel like even when I moved out here, I just to quickly, you know, made new friends, like... Living in Flint, like, coming from Flint, Michigan was just a horrible experience for me because that's where I'm from. Like, even though it's home and stuff like that, I feel like even though it's home and, you know, that's where I'm from, definitely moving to Texas just changed me a lot because I definitely have, I definitely have matured as a man. I definitely have matured as a friend. And my social skills have gotten so much better. My social skills have gotten way much better because I feel like I just barely knew how to talk to people and then, I was just surrounded by too many inconsistent fake people like down here. Like, and I just want to give a shout out to any anybody in Arlington, Texas, anybody in the DFW, even if you stay in Houston, it don't matter. If you stay in Texas, ever lived in Texas, you've been a part of my life, I appreciate you. Because Texas friends are so much better than Michigan friends. I appreciate, I appreciate all the real people in Flint, Michigan, but anybody in Texas, I really appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. And shout out to my big brother, Stephen Carpenter, for being a father figure to me as well. I really appreciate you. Even after my father passed. And I feel like when my father passed, bro, that just brought... I didn't know how to feel. I thought he was going to live forever. I thought my dad was going to see me get married. See me have my first grandkids. See me walk that stage. He wanted to come see me graduate. And that just... I was going through a lot after he passed away. And sometimes I really cry because I really just miss my dad. And sometimes I feel like, like back then, I just felt like I just was not good enough. And honestly, like I get emotional a lot because I've came a long way. Like God really changes lives. Jesus is the key. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, y'all. Like, please, give y'all life to Christ. Even if you don't want to give your life to Christ, just be more positive. If you get in a fight, if you, if you, 
having resentment toward your parents. Let that go. Let that go. Forgive and forget. If anything you going through in your life, depression, suicidal stuff, just talk to God. Pick up a Bible. Call the hotlines. I used to just struggle so much with stuff. I used to just lie so much. And like, I think about stuff when I was a kid that I did when I was a kid. I'm like, I, you know, you can't put spilled milk back. You cannot put spilled milk back in a bottle. But God forgives, and I really appreciate God for forgiving me. Like, I'm not perfect, but I've came a long, long way. Micah has seen my changes. My mom has seen my changes. A lot of people have seen my changes. And I just want to give a shout-out to this guy named Charles Wilson. He's always supported me no matter what. A real friend. And I feel like if it just wasn't for Christ, I don't know where I'd be. I'd probably still be smoking weed. I'd probably still be drinking. I'd probably still be trying to... Now, I pro- I wouldn't be being celibate before marriage. I can't say abstinence because I'm not a virgin, but I'm definitely celibate till marriage. I'm definitely dating to marry. I'm not just dating just to date. I want a wife. I want a kid. I want kids. It's never too late to change our lives. It's never too late to ask God for forgiveness. It's never too late to surround yourself with kingdom friends and that will hold you accountable and that will always have your back forever and ever. And I just want to say thank y'all. God bless y'all. And I really appreciate God for changing my life. And I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a child of God. I was handcrafted in heaven. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a worshiper. And I'm not perfect, but I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I never back down, never give up. Y'all didn't hear me. I said, I never back down. I never give up. (sighs) Just want to say I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. And to everybody that listen, I appreciate y'all. And God, I appreciate you. And as I close, I just want to say a special prayer. It's not a special, special prayer, but it's the Lord's prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless y'all. This has been your host, Andrew Kelly. Peace, love.